Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. The universe. An ever-expansion of the way we are all combined and bound together into one sort of form. Everything exists in the universe. Me, you, everything. Yes, the universe. It is big. Huge, even. And I'm totally saying that because, you know what? I'm late and I just woke up. But, actually, no. I'm very early. Considering that I'm sure it's 9 o'clock someplace out there. Or no, this show comes on at 10. Let me see. Where's my notes, man? Hold on, hold on a second. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I'm just kidding. Nope. Don't even have any notes right now. Because, welcome to the JMAT Show here on... G360 Radio. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the J-Man Show, here for episode 149. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jay, a.k.a. J-Man, a.k.a. Capital J, a.k.a. the one who pretty much runs all the stuff around here. <laughs> and you know something? It's good to be back on the mic again. It's doubles week, you know? That's right. You had a double special going on. And just when you thought I wasn't going to show, here I am. The universe wills it, man. I'll tell you one thing. I've been sitting here and thinking a lot lately. Uh, what with the progression of the show and how uh, things have been coming together as of late, I have you to thank. A lot of you out there have really helped get the word of mouth going, and I just haven't stopped on the beat at all. I've actually started working on a whole nother series. Yeah, before you tell me another one, hear me out. I had a plan to do this for a while, and now I feel really comfortable about getting it going. And it's not J360 Radio Live. That is still on the back burner. That one is still fighting with the cyclone on whether it should come back or not. But you see, the only difference is it's uncut, and I get to work with a lot of you out there. And I'm working on the hotline again, so y'all can call in if you want to or leave voicemails. But as of right now, though, in case you're wondering what today is going to be about, yes, you see... I know some people out here, and we all need some structure in our lives. A lot of us are facing the hard times, so we're looking into faith and to higher existing planes to keep going. And I cannot knock it. It actually helps out a lot with me. And, you know, you look at the universe and you hope that things tend to balance itself out. And truth be told, our problems, while very, very numerous and at times really annoying... They are quite temporary, because things have a way of changing. And I always say, like, life is in a state of flux and that things are changing. Like, right now, I'm sitting here in a red room, and I'm just, the only light that's on, yeah, I'm on the portable setup, by the way, the only light that's on is the lava lamp I got. And as I sit here and I look at the little red blobs just going up and down and everything, it just makes me wonder, is that a good representation of how things are? You know, like as it flows up and it breaks apart, it moves from here to there and everywhere. And then it comes back together again. But 
it just is always in a state of motion. Like, you know, how I always try to be. Just to keep things to, together. Because, you know, if you stay still long enough and you really sit there and you think, thinking's good, but overthinking is horrible. Overthinking, more or less, is like a way of shooting a torpedo, but you're using it to not knock out the enemy. You're using it to knock out yourself. You see? Because there are times where, you know, you'll sit there and, like, say, like, you got a growing relationship or, like, say, like, you got a job that you want to look into or you want to compete with other people and you're so scared of losing that you end up costing yourself out of the opportunity. You know what I mean? It's it's overthinking. It's horrible. It's It's not good for you. And then there's moments where you think you're not good enough. It's a bad way to go about things. And then as I'm sitting here reading up on um reading up on different things, I got caught up in astrology for a little bit. You know, the 12 signs of the zodiac are very interesting. They help out with a little bit of structuring too. Some people read it to the T. Other people read it because allegedly they're going to win some money here and there, and then some people use it to try to win the lotto. Yeah. They they go that far with it. And some people think that, you know, this stuff here has actually got some got some ground to it. Like, let me see. Now, as a Scorpio man, I already got a... I'm already behind the eight ball then, I guess. Or so they say. But you see, I, I know this about Scorpios. Because I am one. We love hard. We're passionate. We're hard-headed. We're hot-headed. You can't tell us anything. We already know. And very stubborn. And then the thing is, we feel a lot deeper than most. Highly intuitive. And then, of course, you know, there's times where, you know, it's get them before they get us. And then you get real secretive about things. You know what I'm saying? And remember that whole orange peel theory I had in an episode not too long ago? That kind of plays a role in it. Now, there are some people out there that are highly jealous and volatile and go through fits of rage. I will not deny that that happens. But I think everybody has that in a different proximity or intensity. You see what I'm saying? That is unless you're not in control of your emotions. And quite a lot of people are not in control of their emotions. And it's to the T where some people are like, Oh, all Scorpios are like that. They're mean. They're, they're horrible people. No, that's not true at all. Not true. You should get to know some. And don't just look at what other people perceive. If I had a dollar every time I got counted out because of my birthday, I know that that is just the weirdest thing. But it has happened. Like, oh, oh, well, you see, see, I'm a Gemini. You're a Scorpio. It just ain't going to work. And it's like, who told you that? But with the way you're acting right now, I'm glad it's not you two-faced bastard. (laughs) <laughs> you know and I, and I will go that far i'll hit you in the i'll hit you in the dirt when it comes to that kind of stuff well not so much now i'm full of zen and peace now you know what i'm saying i think it has a lot to do with green tea and changing uh me ways <laughs> not to mention i already got a love interest so the thing is um you know it's just very interesting how far people will go with this like, you know, allegedly, like, certain air signs should be with other air signs. Water signs should be with other water signs. 
uh, fire sun should be with other fire signs. It, it, it's like, okay, so more or less you're just um, segregating the signs, right? Whereas at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, you can have as many friends as you want, but you can't date anyone because you are hell on earth. And it's like, no, but you see, when Scorpios have the eighth house, and the eighth house is sex and reproduction, what do you think was going to happen? I mean, you know, doing a bunch of wild stuff, getting it all in and out, and, you know, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with being a freak, man. I love that lifestyle. <laughs> Live it, too. But, but um, you know, I've said too much. And a lot of you all out there, you're all of different signs. You all know, like, it's accurate to define what your personality is in broad terms. But at the same time, you really shouldn't go too crazy with it. We all know that higher existence of plane is out there. We all know that things are going to change. We're all in a transformative way. It's um different in how you celebrate it, maybe. And then there's that way where it's like, you know, you try to make sense of the world around you. You know, you try to reach too much. Like quite a lot of people, they, they burn bright and they, they, they want to glow and they want to show themselves out to everybody. But then they do too much and they solar flare. Well, yeah, supernova, I should say. Burn right on out. And then they don't bring the light back on. See, the beauty of it is, as a content creator and as somebody who's still climbing that mountain to get where he needs to be, along with a lot of other people, you see, don't allow yourself to get burned out entirely. Now, I can't just go ahead and say that I haven't done this episode and haven't been burnt out. I mean, shoot, there was an episode back in um, second season, 58, it was called Solar Flare, and I will not lie to you, but I was actually burnt out doing that episode. But I went ahead and followed through on it because I know a lot of y'all were waiting for it. You see? And it it takes a lot. It really does. Because sometimes you need to rest, and sometimes you just have to tap out. But you got to come back, too. And you see a lot of people, they fall into the prey of imposter syndrome, and they don't come back. And there's a lot of shows that have been inactive as of late. Because of Corona, because they ran out of ideas, or they just... You see, the thing about me, I'm always working. I'm always pushing the envelope. And I never stop. You see? Because even, even if I know, I mean, it's my responsibility to keep going, and... I got a lot of people counting on me. And most importantly, I count on myself. Because I'm all I got. You know, that's just how you play the game. And you see, like, a lot of people out there, they, they, you know, they do, they do. But if they don't get the results they want, they, they stop. But if you're somebody who's in the J360 Legion, and you listen to me, and you pretty much have seen... All the many ways that I've done things. <laughs> they either work or they don't. But I keep going. And you should all do the same thing. You should try it. You might just like it. And then you find your niche. And you run with it. But of course though, you, you still have to understand that I'm not perfect either because there are times where I really need to practice on the art of doing nothing. And I managed to achieve that on the day after Easter. So, you know, one way or another, you know, you evolve as a person. But however, as I read up on this astrology stuff, 
It also talks about how you should really, really allow this to be... No, 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 no. You don't allow this to be your focal point, okay? Like, if you if you really wanted this to be, like, you know, to celebrate your lifestyle, doing that kind of stuff, I mean, I'm not going to knock you. Do you. But as I look at it, it's like, it's fun to think about, but it's not the crux of things. The real crux of things is what you experience and what you try for. And you see, as it sits here and says, oh, you should not be friends with a Scorpio if, but, yada, 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 or if you're not, uh, it, it's whatever. We're all different. We don't come with instruction manuals. I know I don't. I'm always changing. I'm always, un, you know, unpredictability is the most beautiful thing. Like, what is the name of this episode exactly? You know, infinite uncertainty. Nothing's really for certain, but at the same time, you try to make sense of it. And things work out in the end, especially if it depends on all the parties involved. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever your end goal is, because we all have a different goal. And you see, whereas, like, my life goals, you know, it's not going to be here in Delaware sitting there working in a grocery store and, you know, slowly but surely losing sanity because of um, people that don't understand what six feet are. I can't even understand them because they're all muffled up. And then I'm looking over at the managers. He, he's wearing a mask. He's muffled up. Even though at the same time, he needs a damn muzzle because I don't want to hear what he has to say. You know, the list goes on and on. <laughs> And, you know, what with me, myself, as I see what their broad terms of a Scorpio is, yeah, I am stubborn. I am impulsive. And there's times where, you know, like, I'm really, really (laughs) just, you know, I don't get jealous or anything. I really don't. I don't because I already know how awesome I am. And jealousy is really just an extension of fear because you don't want to be replaced. That's what it is. Like, okay, remember when I tell you that things go up and things go down? Okay. Like, say, like, if um, if I'm dealing with the pretty one and things go up and it's really cool, I'm vibing, she's vibing, and that just, you know, it's awesome. And then there's that day where, you know, it's a low period, don't really say anything to each other or whatever, but acknowledge that we're there. That's still good, too. It's just not as high as what a up vibe would be. And see, the thing is... uh. When it comes to me, if I vibe with you, I vibe with you. If I don't vibe with you, I don't vibe with you. It's just simple as that. That's what it's supposed to be. Now, if you become very obsessive and you try to force the vibe, it's... Oh, man. I can go on about obsession and stuff, but obsession is not love, man. Obsession is just trying to control everything. Have you seen... Certain productions where people are really, really strict and they have to be a certain way. Or if you've been in a production and it's very strict and has to be in a certain way. That's what obsession is. (laughs) And at the end of the day, yeah, sure, you achieve something, but it wasn't fulfilling. Everybody else is either misused and mistreated. And then there's nothing but a bunch of lying in the end. And it's, it's not fun. It's not what anybody deserves. So, if anything, like, if you're looking at it, don't force a vibe. Just let the vibe flow. Just let it be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know how important I am. And she knows she's important, too. So, it's just, it is what it is. But, what I'm saying, you gotta appreciate those moments. When it comes to how the universe works, or how you live your life, or how things happen. Because why do you need that much control? 
And then when it comes to jealousy, however, you're already unattractive at that point because you might just have a whole non-issue going on and you blew it up to the point where people are looking at you and you're like, yeah, yeah, I was doing the right thing the whole time, but there was nothing going on. And then you find yourself getting cast out and thrown to other places or dumped or whatever because you went on that tangent. And I'm not going to say, like, you know, we as perfect people, we are perfectly imperfect. Everybody has something wrong with them. Everybody has that whole thing that just, they don't want it uh, out there to be public knowledge. So they sit there and they try to complain about, oh, the circumstances of things and the situation of what goes wrong. And we're all still trying to make sense of things. I mean, hell, we still got a lot of things in 2019 to make sense about. But right now, with Corona in our lives, we kind of, you know, just just done. Just really tired of it. Don't even care anymore. <laughs> you know? So, things have been rather... I, I gotta admit this. And this is very... And please don't hold it against me for saying it. But... Things have been really quiet, right? On certain aspects. Now, I don't know whether it's like my side of the field and I'm just not jumping into a whole bunch of things. But things have been really, really peaceful on some areas. Because you don't see any of that nonsense going on. Though it's out there. Because I know that there was some protesting going on in Michigan as of late. And I can't knock them for doing it because... Once again, some of these things are very outlandish on what they're doing. And if it happens in one state, chances are it's happening in another state. And then then there's another state. And then there's, like, I think there's something going on in South Carolina where the governor over there does not want to shut down, even though there are orders to shut down. It's just, wow, you know, it's just too much going on. But you still hope that it sorts itself out. And it will once you get some competent leadership going on. Get some calm, cool, and collectiveness going here. But I digress. But here's one thing I want to say. No matter what you believe in, no matter what your um, chakra is all about, no matter what your structure is, because we all need it, live your life. Like, look at this kind of stuff here. It's like, Oh, you know, Scorpios and Cancers are really, really long-term friends. They'll never break apart. At one time, one a, a dear friend of mine at one time, he was a Cancer. And in the most negative aspects of it all, he really lived up to his name, too. Not the Cancer Crab, but, you know, the actual disease. Because there was nothing getting done, and I always put him in charge of something, and he just didn't follow through. And we're not friends to this day. Nope. Matter of fact, we got that whole uh, Tony Stark, Steve Rogers thing going on. It's just, you know, it's it's weird. So obviously, this results may vary here. You know, and just because you might have that compatibility, once again, like I said about the vibe, it just really depends. Everything's a gamble. Everything's probability. Everything is, you know, either take that chance or you don't take that chance. And if you don't take that chance, don't ever complain about, you know, not having it. Because you could have had it at one time. 
And I look at it all, all, all sorts of ways, you know, like how things are going to work out. Is all this stuff going to build up? And once again, that's just too much going on in the present. The future will be fine as long as I keep planting seeds. As long as I keep um, taking care of what I got to take care of. And, you know, like I even said about the day job, I show up there because not just for the money. I show up there because my very presence really messes those people up. You know what I'm saying? Because they're like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. And I'm like, hey, pal, I'm here because I need to be here. And because you're falling apart and breaking down, <laughs> that just adds to the extra lulls I need. I am totally okay with it. <laughs> Anytime you have a mental breakdown just because I'm there and you find me weird or you can't call you can't call exactly what I'm all about, I'm doing my job then. Because you don't want to be predictable. You don't want them to go and say, well, Jay, I, I know yada yada da, and I know that I annoy you and all. Well, the only way you would ever really know that is if I told you. So. And I don't think I ever did. I just think more or less, you know, that person is jealous of me anyway. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, once again, got a lot of potential here. And I got a lot of backing on my side to prove it. So, one way or another, I ain't too worried about anything. Um, I do know that when I told you guys about circumstances and bittersweet warfare, you know, like I said, I got over it because I really had to rationalize it out and I had to really pull it together. See what I'm saying? Because irrational fear is a problem, too. And we cover that a lot on this series. I'm not sure some of you guys have some fears. And a lot of you have, like, issues that hold you back. And you're not really achieving your potential like anything because, you know, human nature, problems from your past. Problems from your past really shouldn't dictate your future. So, you know, go ahead and check them. You know what I mean? And it, it takes a lot out of you. There's so much energy wasted. Worrying about things that you have no control over. I don't have time for it. But as this vast, large and in charge sphere that surrounds all of us, that's ever expanding and growing, with black holes here and nebulas over there, things have a way of working out. Things have a way of changing. It's supposed to. But... You know, that's enough backdoor spirituality right now. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you were probably thinking that this was going to be a Schlockomania episode, right? Well, since we're on the verge of episode 150, I'm going to start doing that whole sort of spectacular afterwards. So episodes 151 all the way up to, let's see, 157, those are Schlockomania episodes. Speaking of which, because, you know, I want to keep the trend going. And you see, with this episode, I wanted to go ahead and open up the gates a little bit. You know, get you all thinking. Because that's what you got to do. You know, sometimes deep thoughts just come to play. And, you know, like, as I sit here, like, I just love sitting in a red room right now. <laughs> looking at this lava lamp go up and down. Because at the end of the day, it's so simplistic, yet complex at the same time. And it's giving me a whole lot of psychedelic vibes. As it's supposed to, right? And then there's times I'm going to turn that off and I'm going to turn on some jazz and just sit in the dark. 
And, you know, a lot of people ask me that, too. It's like, why do you sit in the dark? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's bliss. It's relaxation. It's, it's, it's at a point where it's like, you know, the only thing I really need right now is just blend right on in like a ninja, just looking right at the door and stuff. <laughs> so for any of you out there that's just wondering, like, or probably visit the J360 studio sometime, and then there's, like, this real dark room. Chances are my ass is in there. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, like, it, it, it is cool, though. You know what I mean? Just sit there, have your music playing, and don't even don't even care about anything. And then you start thinking a bunch of wild stuff, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's whether it's funny, stupid, or smart, or whatever. You just bliss out. Complete, unadulterated bliss. And then there's a point where I, you know, pull the tablet out and I got it on dark mode and really, really dim and I'm writing something too, but you know, it is what it is. How you do it is how you function, man. But also, I will go ahead and give you guys a little tip because y'all been waiting for Schlockomania for a while. I watched one of the, one of the first movies yesterday and it was called Scare Me. You see, the thing about Scare Me was, it did not scare me at all. The movie was very annoying. It was built to be an anthology film. And you see, whether you love them or hate them, anthology films have a way of, you know, being experimental. A way of pretty much telling different stories by different directors with a cohesive plot, you know, in the mix. And it actually, and it's actually very fun. I want to be a part of one, you know? If any of you, uh, independent filmmakers out there are thinking about doing an anthology film, hey, let me know. I got plenty of stories. I'll, I'll pop right up in there and, you know, direct it, send it to you. Hopefully it'll fit the tone of your movie. But, like I said, I would love to do something like that. And see, the problem with an anthology film, much like, when it comes to video games that have like the whole collective four or the collective, um, you know, uh, how you put it, compilations, like the more they're of, the worse it probably will be. And this movie right here, um, it wasn't like Tales of Halloween at all. Tales of Halloween was actually entertaining. But this, this, this movie had like four to five different stories. And I, I'm being a little iffy on the, uh, being a little iffy on that ratio because see, a couple of the stories being told by the stoner in the group because there was always one, being told by the stoner in the group, <sighs> didn't really follow through. Like other people had to fill in the gaps for him. He would go ahead and set it up, but he would not follow through. Guess because he was blazed out. I mean, they never showed him smoking a blunt, which is interesting. But hey, whatever. So, yeah, and another thing is most of these characters do not have redeeming qualities. Like, the, 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 the main guy, Barry, all Barry did was just whine, complain, moan, and just... He, he was like, what is going on? What is going on? I'm like, dude, it's, you should, after the first couple of times of saying it, and you still don't know, people are dying. That's what's going on. Your party is dwindling, and you are supposed to be the guy, and you messed up. And then not only that, the story at the beginning was told to be a story, but it turned out to really mix into the plot. 
because they they were um, the other people that Barry and his group were supposed to meet up with, his brother and two of his friends or something like that. I don't know. It got convoluted there because it was like this. This is supposed to be. Is it a story or is it the parts of the anthology? You know what I'm saying? And you got to make sure you do that right because if not, you're going to confuse your audience. And then I sit there and I wonder how it managed to get the three out of. Well, not no. It wasn't a three. It was a four out of five star rating on Amazon Prime. And I'm sitting there. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. It it it, it didn't really even out. And then not only that, it didn't tell you like exactly what was going on there at the campsite. Yeah, of course, it's one of those campsite videos. And then, of course, every single park ranger in there was a, was a giant dick. Because they're the ones that were going ahead and doing all the mass murders and stuff. But at the same time, it was like, looking at it, I'm like, wow, um, yeah, I can understand that you're a dick. But the thing is, why are you a dick? Why are you trying to kill these campers all of a sudden? Because at the same time, if you're possessing some of them, wouldn't you not kill them at all? Wouldn't you just keep them around to be your pretty much supernatural army here? Is that what you're trying to do? But you see, like I said, when you don't really know the motive here, and then you got like short stories involved, which some of the short stories were okay. You just like, hmm, I might as well just watch Horror Hotel. At least then, those stories made sense, and it all took place at the same hotel. This is one of them kind of things to think about. But so far on Schlockamania, that movie right there is definitely something I'm not going to be able to redeem. And it was a piece of crap. Is it watchable, though? Well, let's see. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is in the beginning. But you'll probably get confused around the midpoint of it because then you'll be like, well, what's the point of this movie? This is one of the kind of things you look at. So, hey, whatever. I got plenty of them to look into, though, especially for that um, lineup between 151 all the way up to 157. So you see where that goes. And, of course, you know... I'm interested to see what this other movie I got playing right here. But that's story for another episode. It won't be episode 150. I got big plans for that one. And that'll be coming next week. On same time. Same, you know, same time next week. Well, actually, no, not the same time next week. This is Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's coming on Wednesday. It's coming on Wednesday. Yeah. See, now that things are starting to come to an end regarding college... I'm getting that time back. So, I'm going to go ahead and get my structure on again. And we'll see what happens. I know the weekend's coming up, so we'll try to go ahead and do something interesting on Saturday. If you uh, stay tuned. So, I'm just wanting to say this. Uh, You all take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Stay home if you need to. Don't be an expendable, I mean essential like me. But if you are like me, hey, let's just get through another day, alright? Until then, this is the J-Man signing off. Peace.